listening? Lunchtime on Cam Glen Radio. And welcome to the lunchtime show here in Cam Glen Radio on 107.9 FM with me, Derek McCutcheon, with you through to one o'clock when it's time for the information station and the guys will be in with all the local community news. 
kicked off there with the latest single from Depeche Mode and that was Wagging Tongue. What's coming up in the show today? Well, a pretty busy show. Alan Purvis, he's come in to play live for us and that'll be coming shortly. We'll get a chance to chat about his music as well. He's got a new single out just now, Sweet Talking. Stevie from The Mick Commitments, the tribute act, he's going to be in telling us about a fundraiser that they have for the Glasgow North West Food Bank and also we're chatting to Kyle from Van Sleep and he'll be introducing us to a new single of theirs as well. So plenty coming up later in the show. Here is Brenda and this is Microscope Babe.
bit of fun there from the wife guys of Reddit. That was post punk experiment number three, and uh, it's a fundraiser for bowel cancer. That one, if you do happen to download it from Bandcamp, remember Alan Purvis is in the studio. He's in the studio too, just now, just warming up to play live. So that will be happening shortly. But here is Dignity Row, new one from them. Not a love song. No more wasting time. <laughs> When I'm looking, why can't I see? The one that I've been looking for is right in front of me. Don't get me wrong, this is not a love song. So we start a journey where east meets the west. No need to look behind us, the past is our best left alone. Let's make new memories of our own. It took a long, long time to say No more wasting time No more wasting life No more wasting There's a voice deep inside me Round and round and round it goes Like a roller coaster, holy ghost Telling me to set my spirit free
That was Dignity Row there with Not A Love Song, No More Wasting Time. Now I'm pleased to welcome Alan Purvis to Cam Glen Radio. Welcome, Alan. Hi there. Thanks for doing this for us. So it's always good to get somebody in to play live for us as well and a chance to chat about your music. But how did all this start for you? Um, I got a wee bit obsessed with Oasis when I stole my dad's iPod when I was younger. <laughs> um, and I was walking to school one day doing a paper round and... Um, the song Morning Glory was like on a loop and I just became utterly obsessed. So I, I, that was kind of a defining moment. And after that, I ended up like buying a cheap guitar and teaching myself guitar. And then I just, for years, I was like, I'm going to be the Noel Gallagher. I'm going to be Noel Gallagher mm-hmm. for years. But then my music taste did grow a lot more over the years and taught myself better techniques. And I just became a better songwriter over time, I guess. And songwriting, when did that start for you? I mean, that's obviously been, you, you obviously pick up a guitar and you imitate people, and I guess that's where most folks start, but when did, when did songwriting start for you? That was as soon as I, the only reason I learned guitar is so that I could songwrite, and like I had something to, to play the melodies to, so the songwriting was kind of before the guitar element of it, um, and the guitar was just the accompaniment for it. Um, I'd say the last year even, but my songwriting just went to a different level of, mm. like I just feel a lot more confident in the songs that I'm writing now. Whereas for years I was just churning out song after song, I was like, that's all right, that's rubbish. And now I'm at a point where I'm writing songs where I'm, I'm quite confident in and I feel good about writing because I'm like, I, I can resonate with that and I think other people yeah. resonate with that. What about that couple of years when there were the restrictions and that were the goal? Was that an impact in things or was that good for you? Um, weirdly, yes. So I actually learned how to, do a lot of production during that time. Um, I was working full time in a bank at the time and they gave us no time off, lucky us. Um, and what I decided to do was try and be as productive of that time as possible. I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna try and teach myself how to like use like um, laptops in order to build full compositions and stuff. Mm. Um, that really helped being able to take songs that I'd pretty much not finished but almost finished into a studio with a producer and a mixer who was able to like just professionalise them up. So that that probably was one of the biggest steps over COVID. So COVID was kind of a blessing in disguise. Yeah, I mean, obviously, overall, it was bad for us. It's tough for everybody. But I know some people took advantage of it, you know, and, and learnt new skills and, and got things done that had been sitting in the shelf for a yeah. while and stuff like that. Do you, you mentioned they're creating stuff yourself. Do you... Do you create all the music for your tunes or do you have a band and then if you do live performance do you have a band how does it all work uh, so I, I've been experimenting with different setups recently um, I, I tend to write all the songs and the compositions and everything about the songs um, I'm quite picky like that I must be a nightmare to work with actually um, but I, I create all the compositions and then I'll take them into the studio and rehearse with like a backing track and just the guitar and the vocals um, but recently I've stretched out and I've got a drummer to mm. accompany me with um, songs now. Um, I took massive inspiration from a, a Scottish band called St Phoenix lately just with their setup, and it's just the three of them. And it's a vocalist, a guitarist, and a drummer. And they use backing tracks to degree. Um, so just certain elements, like the bass guitar coming through and maybe some synths, and it sounds absolutely fantastic. And it looks amazing on stage. So I'm, I'm trying to kind of replicate that kind of setup because it, it is really effective if you can execute it well. Yeah. Now, we're taking advantage of the fact you're here and you're going to play live for us. What are you going to play first? Uh, so I've got three songs. I'm going to play a new one that I wrote called Why Is It Always Me to begin with. Right, I'll let you go on with it. Thank you.
those that use me And I've enough to overcome No looks to fight can never see A mug with no self-esteem And I'm emotion overrun They tell you don't switch your stripes But they don't lose from the bite It gives an enchanted strike It keeps me up through the night Tell me Why is it always me? Why is it always me? Help me Snap a a neon target in the dark. I burn unnecessarily, and I'm consistently let down by those who should have been around. I'm overcome with anxiety. I don't fit in a society. I'm falling out of reality. Alan. Now, I, I wrote, I make notes for when I'm doing interviews and that, and the next thing I wrote here was the songwriting and that. So, uh, subject matter, you know, that's, I guess that's uh, feelings and is, is that self reflective? Is that a personal one? Or? Um, I, recently, they have been. I, I used to write kind of generalised so that people could resonate with any kind of lyrics, but the last six months I've been writing more about my life and how I feel and trying to find the right words to put that into place so like that one is a song called why, always, why is it always me and that was written on, on the fact that I seem to like draw quite a lot of bad luck to myself like mm. for some reason and not not in a really bad way just like we silly things to be honest um, so that's kind of the, the basis of that one and how do you do your songwriting then do you, do you set aside time to do it are you always thinking of ideas and making notes um, I've got this annoying like earworm in my head and it seems to happen when I'm, I'm going to sleep and I'm falling asleep and then I'll have a wee melody just trickle through my head from somewhere and then I ended up finding that I'm up for three hours, four hours later than I intended to be because I need to get this down otherwise I'll forget it when I wake up in the morning um, 
So I've started trying to actually plot in time every single night where I'm just committing time to doing something towards music, whether it's writing, whether it's rehearsing or something along those lines. But in terms of songwriting, um, it's one of these things that kind of just falls in my lap from like higher place or something like that. Yeah. And it just kind of flows from there, really. I, I speak to people about their songwriting and it must be a nightmare when you have ideas popping up all the time because I guess if you don't get it written down or get a, a note on your phone or something like that, you'll forget it. So, you know, you'll, that middle of the night thing, you know, you think, I've got, I've got to do something with this. It's, it, it, was a, it was an issue for a period of time because I was waking up to go to my job at the time. Absolutely knackered. And they must have thought I was a total straggler in that job. I'm not getting on. Um, but I'm in a position now where I'm actually self-employed so I can kind of afford to do yeah. it now um, in the sense that I've got a, the time if I need to have a later night because I need to finish something then I'm able to do it and I can make up for sleep the next day and stuff so I'm quite fortunate And from a music sense then are things moving forward for you? Well in the last three months alone um, I feel like there's been a lot of substantial changes um, with music I'm, I'm writing a lot more I've got a wee team I've got management that's really supportive and really helping me um, I've got a lot of really good gigs I've got a, a DF Concerts showcase which is one of my biggest goals was to, to be able to play Transmit or something along those lines or back in the day it was play Tina Park um, and this is kind of like first kind of baby steps mm. in that direction I feel um, so it, it definitely feels the last three months have been substantial although it's only looking back that it's quite substantial. I, I, I'm quite impatient in the sense that I want the next thing, I want to do the next thing, and I want to play this gig. And, do you know what I mean? Um, mm. I, not impatient in that sense, but just I, I've got so many ideas that I need to actually stay organised and stay focused and take one day at a time almost. In some senses, I guess it's good that you're driven right enough. So, you know, I mean, uh, there's a lot of bands out there. You're saying that, you know, that you must be a nightmare to work with, but I need somebody to push things. I, I, I know some bands that are a bit flaky, you know, yeah. and, and and getting things done, but it seems that you're really focused on well, getting things done. I mean, I, I used to be in a band, and one of the issues was is there was different levels of maturity, um, which really impacted things, and there was different levels of drive. And on, on for, I'd, I'd really like to be able to say that I play in a band I think um, but it, it's, there's too many moving parts for it to all work and for everybody working at the same speed um, that it, it not didn't seem redundant or pointless it was just that I'm a bit more driven mm -hmm. and I, I want to push things forward and, and do things whereas other people were quite happy certainly at the status quo so, and I, I wasn't happy that way I wanted to push forward I've just been driven that way since I was young I guess Get back to the music then. What are you going to do for us next? Uh, I'm going to do my latest release, which is a song called Sweet Talking. Um, just gonna... Yeah, it's on our daytime playlist at the moment. so. Yeah. It's one of my favourites that I wrote, actually. Um, just because I just wanted to write something that was catchy um, and you couldn't really get it out of your head. So that was kind of the aim of that. Um, what's that? Is there anything behind the song? Um, there's not any real meaning behind it. It was one where I'd wrote like demo lyrics for and I actually just really liked the demo lyrics and I just kind of carried it from there. Let's hear it then. Brilliant. <clears throat>
It's not what it seems Miscommunicating dreams Reality is killing me But it's your sweet talking baby It's driving me crazy I just wanna dance with you You got those fine features sunny No amount of money Buzz me after chance with you Couldn't run away, yeah. Cause every day I'm fighting to believe that there's another way. I do get my say to stay with me. I bleed, I know you're only looking out for me, yeah. I can't admit defeat. You're a long awaited dream, and you're crushing all my self esteem. But it's your sweet talking, baby, it's driving me crazy I just wanna dance with you You got those fine pieces on it No amount of money buys me half a chance with you Yeah, it's your sweet talking, baby, it's driving me crazy I just wanna dance with you you got those fine features on it No amount of money Buzz me if a chance with you Then I just wanna dance with you I just wanna dance with you I just wanna dance with you I'm feeling alive for the day it's only the world and my way Life on a long fuck Of what is worth to you Oh, it's your sweet talking, baby It's time for me Thank you very much. Once again, that was well done. Now, that's obviously out there just now as a single. Yes. Have you got other stuff recorded? What's the, the plans going forward? Uh, I've got a new single out on the 28th, actually, um, of this month, which I'm really, really buzzing to, to release, actually. And we, we kind of mentioned that live stuff as well. What, what does a live performance look like then? Um, so right now it's myself and my drummer. Um, I, I plan on changing it up slightly so that it's not just myself and my drummer that you're seeing live. I actually plan to have um, two dancers on stage um, that, that act as antagonists to the crowd almost. Um, so I've got like, big plans to... I feel like I can't... I feel like I can't actually tell you exactly what they're going to do. Um, but basically they'll be quite interactive and like helping me get a lot of crowd engagement on the go. 
And are these people lined up? Do we know who they are? Or do you know who they are? Yes. Um, so I call them the Immaculates. They're both called Emma. Um, they're, they're brilliant, actually. They're, they're a good laugh. And I, I kind of want to get their personality across when I'm playing live because they are a good laugh and they're dead fun and they're, they're a bit... They're, they're two rascals is probably the best way to describe it and that's kind of the energy that I want to bring to the gig so mm. not just the music you're actually seeing a show and enjoying it all sounds very interesting have we got anything any gigs that we can announce I know you say there's a few things in the pipeline yes I've got a gig at McCoolies in Glasgow on the 14th um, and I am playing at HMV in Argyle Street on the 27th of May as well um, both really really excited for I think the two of them are going to be quite different in terms of the gigs Um but I'm really, really excited for both of them. And your socials then, to keep an eye on you know, what you're up to and find the music and stuff? Absolutely. Um, it's just my name, Alan Purvis. Alan with two L's. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's easy to find as well, which yeah. I found myself with the socials. So you're going to do one more song for us, Alan, yes. and we'll let you go on with your day. So what's next? So this is what my new single is. So this is actually the first time it's, I've played it for other people, actually, I think. So it's a song called Summer Something. Yeah, we do like a wee exclusive. A wee, wee exclusive for you. Yeah. Please. Right, I'll let you get on with it. Thank you. Sleeping through the madness 
Cause I don't know how to face the sadness I gotta find a reason to get out of this I need a little summer something Done with feeling down in the sound of a mind I'm going where my heart and the stars align I'm only letting go for my darkest nights I'm sure a little summer something Gonna light my days Summer something Summer something Summer something Well done again Alan, thanks for that So that's the next single then What's the date for release? 28th of April And what's the title again? Summer something Summer something, and look forward to seeing you up on that stage at Transmit at some point. <laughs> Thank yeah. you so much. Is that that when is that the moment then? That's when you know it's you've made it. That's one of my smaller goals right now. So right. yeah. That's a small one. Right. No, thank you very much for doing that. And uh, we'll get a photograph before you go, remember, of course. Um, and keep sending your stuff to us. Excellent. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Here's, here's Ed Sheeran to follow that with eyes closed. Still dancing with my eyes closed 
From Cathkin to Camus Lang, from Rutherglen to Halfway, and across the south east of Glasgow. This is Camlin Radio. 107.9 FM. Your voice, your music, your station.
You're listening to Lunchtime Show here in Cam Glen Radio on 107.9 FM. That was Human Renegade there with The Fallen Rising. And here's Poster Club with their new single, Good Roach. McCutcheon on Cam Glen Radio. This girl, she dangerous, she lonely in 
rise without control When the ground below is shaking My body goes to breaking with you I never ever let go When the night turns to gold And you're out on your own Yeah, I fight Stay alive When the buildings are burning Oh, I'll keep on searching for you On the other side I say Mars there with I Found Her. Now let's see if we can squeeze this in. Cam Glen Radio, community announcements. So hot bop and get crafty in with Easter Bunny at number 18 in Famlin Road. Get dancing, play games and create some Easter masterpieces. It takes place on Thursday the 6th of April. In fact, that's past. So let's leave that one out. So South Lanarkshire Youth, Family and Learning are looking for volunteers to help with a project to teach participants to make their own environmentally friendly cleaning products. The project aims to launch at the end of April. If you're interested, you can call 01698 452154. So I will repeat that. 01698 452154. Well, there's an email here. It's quite complicated, but anyway, it's uh, GW21 Marden Allison at glow.sch.uk. But I think the best thing to do is to Google Eco Box Project Volunteers. And rather than rep, uh, their popular evening of one act plays is returning to Raglan Town Hall this Friday and Saturday at 7 30 pm. The plays are titled NFP, pronounced as spelt and hidden meanings. The tickets are £8 and can be brought from the, the Town Hall box office or from SS, sorry, SLLC box office. That's, I think that's South Manager Leisure, boxoffice.co.uk, but that's on at Town Hall on Friday and Saturday. If you have an event or activity happening in Camp Slang or Rutherglen, let us know. Email what's on at camglenradio.org. And for more events in your community, visit camglenradio.org slash local.
That was a Survivor Arts Community Choir there. Uh, I believe that Zach Scott played a part in that. Zach Scott, who's a friend of the show, but I think he's in Iceland now. But that was What Lies Beneath. Now, our featured artist this week here in Cam Glen Radio is Hunter and McMustard playing tracks from the new EP, If It Gets You Where You're Going. I think they're heading off to Philadelphia and New York and they're doing something at the Tartan Day in New York. But here's a track from the EP. This is Hunter and McMustard and Little Bird Lost.
That was Hunter and McMuster there heading over to the US, but they, they promised to play, come in and play live for us as well, but obviously we couldn't fit it in with all the things they had get, uh, going on, but they are our featured artists for this week and next week. Now, it's just coming up to 12 noon. In fact, it's just after 12 noon it's time for this. Can Glen Radio News. Margaret Ferrier has called for more sanitary bins and men's toilets. The MP for Rutherglen was speaking in Westminster, told MPs that 1 in 25 men over the age of 40 have urinary incontinence, highlighting that her constituents were concerned about the lack of legal duty to provide sanitary bins for men. A Rutherglen man who started his own fundraiser to help launch an inclusive clothing brand. Azim Ahmed, who suffers from muscular dystrophy, wants to start clothing brand Equal, which will raise awareness of disabilities. Creating the brand after being forced to drop out of college due to support issues, the entrepreneur wants to prove everyone wrong. Having already reached 10% of his goal, Azim is looking to launch Equal between May and June. Rutherland Bakers got a surprise when a former Bake Off star judged their competition. Kevin Flynn, who made it to the final six of season 13, judged the big bake-off at Stonelaw Church, where all proceeds went to Rutherland Reach Out Trust, who work with young people in local schools and churches. One of Camglin Radio's own presenters, Rosalind Barclay, is part of a group of writers who have came together to make a book. Ros, who's already published two books alongside ten other writers, contributed to the new book, Tales from the Battlefield, which had its launch earlier this month. And in sport, Cambuslang Rangers captain Scott Anson may be out for the rest of the season after he slipped a disc in training injury. The Camby side have a growing injury list with Kyle Maxwell suffering from a dislocated knee. Co-boss Billy Campbell is worried about both of their injuries. I'm Leona Stewart. That's all your Camglen Radio news. If you have a story, please email news at camglenradio.org. Camglen. 
Now, I'll give you the weather. I was out walking the dog this morning. It was really nice, but unfortunately, well, it's currently 10 degrees, but I'm looking and come 6 o'clock tonight, we're looking at rain. And there's technically there's a severe weather one, but it just says moderate rain until 11 o'clock. So that's what we've got to look forward to. Here's the 1975 and their new single, Oh Caroline. was the 75 there or the 1975 with O'Carline 
Now I'm pleased to welcome Stevie from the Mick Commitments. The Mick Commitments. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was quite a hard one for me to say anyway, that it's one. Easy. Yeah, so you have a fundraiser, which yeah. we can talk about, but um, let's talk about the commitments. So you're a member of the Mick Commitments, yes. the, the tribute band. So for those, we were just talking there about how long ago it was now, so those that don't know, tell us the, the commitments. What's that all about? Well, The Commitments was a movie that came out in 1992. Um, and it was about a group of people from Dublin um, living in a pretty much squalor rundown. And uh, they form a soul band to try and sort of raise their aspirations and get them out of the sort of poverty and horrendous situations that they're living in. And they do that through the medium of music. Mm. And uh, so it all takes off and... It's a really good movie and it's got some really cool music on it. But the underlying message in the movie is actually hope. Yeah. You know, and that's the reason why we formed this band. And you mentioned some facts and figures there off air. So, you know, the, how many albums are sold? You know, there's a soundtrack album. Yeah, well, the soundtrack itself really took off, you know, and it's full of soul classics. And believe it or not, when we were putting this together, we researched it and it sold 23 million copies over the world yeah you know and that just in this day and age that just high enough isn't it and it still sells you know and um, you know there's you, and there's still the, the commitments are still out there they still get fans there's, there's musicals there's all sorts you know and tribute acts as and well tri and tri <laughs> tribute acts as well yeah <laughs> so how how long have you been together as um, we've been working we put this specifically together to do fundraisers um, it's not a money making enterprise for any of the members of the band um, we thought with this cost of living crisis going on and stuff like that and various things and through my professional life um, I work with sort of families and young people I'm seeing struggling I'm also a, a working musician mm -hmm. so I thought we would try and do something positive and try and say right okay let's see if we can get some funds in a bank somewhere And if it was, so we thought food bank because I'm seeing myself through my professional life people coming in and asking for food and stuff and we're having to redirect them and food banks are a bursting point mm. so we thought we've got this we've put this together and let's try and do some good with it and the as, as I said the commitments is about raising hope and aspirations and getting yourself out of bad situations so what better music and it's a big band. I mean, the, the the original commitments. How many was in that band? There was eleven of them in the in the movie. And the Mick commitments. There's eleven of us as well. <laughs> <laughs> and and what does that look like then? Uh, as far as organising it, it's a bit of a nightmare. Um, but yeah, we're we're not going to look like the band is mm. because obviously, and then we're not going in to respect any... instrumentation and stuff uh, like that. We've got so the same got? the same setup, um, except we've got one extra. We've got, they had a saxophone and a trumpet we've added a trombone mm. in as well but um the takes actually on the album are very different from what's actually on the movie i've done my research here you yeah know. um the band actually do play live on 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 the movie but obviously the recording very different as session musicians and stuff on it and as we've, as a guitarist has discovered there's actually three guitar parts on mustang sally <laughs> <laughs> so they've got a task in their hands for that one. <laughs> so we'll have to sort of simplify that but and 11 members, can can you name them? I'm not trying to put you in the spot, uh, but Okay, am. <laughs> there's Mary, Marianne, there's uh, Lorraine, there's me, uh, John, Campbell, David, Matt, 
Who have I left out? Uh, Billy uh, and Kenny. Right. And have you got a set organised? You know, I've been mean, actually looked to, to the album and uh, there's quite a number of tracks on the, the kind of full album. I don't know if it was a double album or whatever, but there's quite a number of tracks there. Well, there's actually two volumes of the of the right. Commitment soundtrack a lot, but the second one is sort of lesser well known. But um, we've got about just over 90 minutes as the show. Hmm. Um, and we've obviously we've run out of commitment songs, so <laughs> uh, so we've, we've doing, we're going to be doing a couple of other soul soul classics in there as well. You know, we're, um, we're just going to go out there and scud about. And, right. you know, and give people a great time. And it's for the Glasgow Northwest Food Bank. Glasgow Northwest Food Bank originally, yeah, that um, that seemed to have expanded a little bit now. We're going to try and sort of spread the, the whatever funds we raise to as many food banks as we possibly can. We're going to going to start there. So, but there will be other shows for other food banks. You know, our difficulty is is getting places to play. And this this will be the first. Performance. This will be our debut gig, and we're all really nervous. <laughs> um, and that's on the eleventh of May at Cottier's Theatre. Um, yeah, and it's we decided when we were doing this to uh, go big or go home. Right. Um, you, you, you know, through my sort of other bands that I play, and we've done charity fundraisers and stuff, and it's usually like five years squeezed into the corner of a pub somewhere, you know, hoping to raise fifty quid, you know, but. Um, when we put this together, we decided either we're going to do this right, you know. So we've been rehearsing for over a year, just for this, you know. So you can imagine how the band are sounding. We wanted this, it, although soul music is, is music that people. It's easy to play. It's hard to play well. Mm. So we got the best musicians we could. I got the best musicians I could find, and me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So the the whole. We just want to go out there and knock it out, give people a great time and sing along, you know, come and see us sing along and raise some funds for a great cause. People and are struggling out there. It must be hard getting the 11 people in the room, same room at the same time. Yeah, it has been difficult. I, mean, I, 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 won't, I won't lie. <laughs> uh, it has been difficult, you know, and people have got lives. People have, And some of the, the, the musicians in the band playing other bands, you know, there's a couple of the guys are session players, so they might be away out doing something weird. Yeah. With other with other musicians and stuff, but when it gets together, you know, we rehearse every Sunday in Glasgow in Berkeley Studios, and uh, when it's when everybody's there, it just it, it still blows my mind how fantastic it sounds, you know. And me being the lead singer in the band, you know, and having these eleven uh, ten folk behind me, you know, and I'm singing try a little tenderness, you know, and it's just like wow. Yeah, you need, you need <laughs> you know, a big voice for for soul classics, anyway, don't you? Well, I think I've got the I think I think I've got the, the pipes for it, mm. you know. And um, nobody's told me to shut up yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the commitments. I've loved it since I was since the movie came out, and yeah. hence the reason why we went down down that route with that music. And well, so it's thirty thirty one years ago then, is it? Oh, yeah. oh God, I thirty one. Oh, yeah. So some folk will not. If, if you get a chance, seek it out as a as a movie. It's a crack movie, isn't it's it? It's a great movie, you know, and it's it's and it's hilarious, you know. And um, yeah, I watched that again recently, and it, it, it's. I mean, although it, it's it's an Irish thing, you know, and we're, don't worry, we're not going to put any dodgy Irish accents on the mm. stage or anything. We've Scottified it up, if you like, you know, and we're going to put a Scottish twist on this sort of commitments thing, you know, and but. 
it's still out there, you know, and there's a musical tours around, you know, there's people, it originally started as a book, you know, and the, the, the book still sells, the soundtrack still sells, you know. In fact, the other, you know, I was walking down, I was in Glasgow the other day and I saw one of the old posters for the commitments. The, the stars of the commitment still tour, you know, so, and they, they still tour the world and you should see some of the folk that they've played with. Mm. You know, they, they still tour the world and they're, they're out there, you know, so it, it's still popular. Now, you mentioned tickets there. Tell us about tickets. How do we get tickets? How well, much do they cost? The tickets are £12, and you can go into the Cottier's website. Just Google Cottier's Theatre, and uh, it'll come up and go into their website, and you can get the, get tickets. The tickets are priced £12, but mm-hmm. we're, we want to make this affordable to everybody. We've kept the price as low as we possibly can because um, we need to cover the cost of the theatre and stuff like that. But uh, we're also inviting folk who work for the NHS, emergency services workers, folk who are food bank workers and stuff like that, and we're letting them in for a fiver. Right. And that's just, and, and sorry, food bank volunteers are free, the staff are a fiver. Um, and that's just as a wee thank you for them and everything that they've done for us over the last couple of years. Um, yeah, they're 12 pounds and a fiver, 950 if you, if, is, 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 is if, if you've, on benefits or stuff like that, but if you if you if you're an NHS worker, work for the fire service, police, whoever, paramedic, food bank staff, volunteers, five pounds. Right, and that again, it all goes to a good cause anyway. Well, it's all going to food banks. Yeah, we were in, we were out doing some postering and leaflets the other day, and we and we actually walked into a shop on Great Western Road in Glasgow because it's gigs up that way and. Turns out the fellow who's running the shop has got an unofficial food bank in the back of his shop. He sells sort of we can he sells recycled clothes and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, we and it was a total coincidence. We walked in, told him what we were doing, and he uh, just asked me to put a poster up, and he went, "I'm actually running a food bank here." And I was like, "Oh my god!" And he took me into the back of his shop, and I was like, uh, uh, "My mind was blown." It just you know, and it's sad that this exists. <laughs> but this was him, you know. He just, just wanted to put something back into his, into mm. his community, you know. And it, it, so the next gig will probably be for him. Right. You know? It's sad that this is a, the world we're living in, isn't it? Yeah, this day and age, these things shouldn't exist, you know. In my opinion, don't want to get political, but you know. But if we can do something positive through the power of soul music, you know, because it's the music of the people. You know, everybody loves it. Who doesn't like Belt Night Mustang Sally? Come yeah. On. You know, you hear it in karaoke all the time. You know, and and if we could do something positive through the, through the power of this music, you know, and we want to sell out the theatre. We want to sell out Cotters. You know, and it's and it's there's no egos. It's just going out there having a great time and putting some meeting some few folk who are struggling, giving them put a wee smile in their face for a while. Now you mentioned a, a couple of tickets for us for a for a giveaway. So yeah, we need yeah. to set a question. What should we do? All right, okay. We've got two tickets to give away for your Cam Glenn listeners, and it's a very very simple question: is uh, who was the lead singer of the Commitments in the movie? Right. So that's name? it. The lead singer of the Commitments in the movie, and we've got a couple of tickets to give away. Yeah, and um, yeah, just we'll work out who you get those tickets, and it's a very simple question. Now. We've got to play it with a song, haven't we? You've got to play it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We spoke about this, so you want to introduce it? This is uh, "Mustang Sally" by The Commitments. Mm-hmm. 
There you are, the Commitments and Mustang Sally, and that's an event up at Cotter's Theatre that you can support. And straight after this, we'll have Dexies with their new single, I'm Going to Get Free. 
Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. Lunchtime.
Alana Moore there with About the Boy, Planet Hour, Cam Glenn presents gig here the 28th of April, along with Warren Starry Skies, Through the Arrow and, and Nico Wave. Now, I did promise that we get speaking to Kyle from Van Sleep, so here is Van Sleep. This is their current single, This Is Well, You Disappoint Me Boy. That was Van Sleep there with Well You Disappoint Me Boy and hopefully I have Kyle from the band on the line. You there, Kyle? Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good. So, Kyle, you're based in Aberdeen, is that correct? Yeah, that's right, yeah. I'm in Aberdeen. Who's in the band? Uh, so it's myself, um, there's Kier on guitar, um, Bilal on drums and Stephen on bass. Stephen only joined the band just sort of mid last year, so 
yeah, it's a solid lineup now. And how did you all get together? How did all that happen? Uh, I suppose it happened over like sort of a few years. I went through a few members. Um, sort of started a band from when I was in school, but not taking it too seriously, really. But um, you know, things sort of progressed, and I think things changed when Cure joined the band. Um, sort of started taking it a bit more seriously but um, we just sort of met each other through being in bands in Aberdeen and things and just sort of being mates and having the same sort of friend group and that And how, how do you find it being based in Aberdeen I guess it's getting out live there's limited opportunities uh, Sort of I mean we do manage to get down to Glasgow quite a lot um, it's nice being in Aberdeen because I mean there's there, I feel like in Glasgow there obviously there's so much talent in Glasgow and you know you kind of can run the risk of getting sort of lost in the crowd kind of thing so being in Aberdeen has probably been quite good for us because it means sort of you know you sort of stand out a little bit more yeah uh, but no there's definitely there's plenty there's plenty of good bands in Aberdeen for sure now the the band the influences you know where do the influences lie um uh, this, that's another one that's sort of changed over the years as well um, I suppose now, I mean, we're all quite big Biffy Clyro fans, so in terms of like, the heavier stuff, sort of comes from that. Um, myself and Stephen are quite uh, big Radiohead fans, uh-huh. and Tom York fans, so the stuff we're kind of writing now is a bit more sort of in that sort of ilk, I suppose, but um, yeah, we've been compared to the Amazons a few times by our producer, Paul, um, so... That sort of, that sort of vein, anyway. <laughs> and we, we played in with Well You Disappoint Me, boy. Tell us about that one. That, yeah, that was a... a, a well, I kind of came up with like a scratchy demo, probably. Early 2021, maybe mid-2021. Um, just like writing demos on like a laptop, really. And it's sort of quite, you know, the our older stuff had never been quite... As sort of um, social commentary based, I guess, you know, in terms of the lyrics. Um, but it was definitely like a period where I was sort of just feeling frustrated and um, had a lot of that sort of stuff on my mind. <clears throat> but the, initially, the demo was just sort of, there wasn't really any lead guitar in the demo, I don't think. Um, so then, yeah, Kier, yeah, once Kier got his hands on it, it sort of developed and. Um, yeah, took it into the studio last year finally, and yeah, it turned out all right. <laughs> Are you the main man for the songwriting then, Kyle? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. I mean, I write, like, I, you know, kind of come up with a demo um, and sort of semi-produce it, you know, um, and send it to the band, and then if we sort of muddle through a few demos and decide what sort of seems kind of better, we'll kind of maybe take it into the room and things then sort of just like any band, really, they sort of progress and develop in the room. And once you kind of you're able to talk to each other in the room, things change, and sometimes things don't change. Um, uh, yeah. What about lyrics then? Do you, I mean, when you you're obviously you're demoing uh, or you're creating a song, is it music first? Do you have the lyrics at that time, or does that come later? How does it work? Uh, it's usually uh, it's usually music first. Uh, not doesn't really. Turn out as successful with lyrics first for me. 
usually, but it's it's sort of different every time. Sometimes I'll just sort of write a sort of instrumental almost and then sing over the top of that and kind of shape it into a sort of song. Or other times I'll just be sitting with like a guitar or a piano and just have like a sort of bare kind of uh, skeleton of a song and then, you know, start doing whatever to it on the, on the computer and that. Um, it's usually just sort of like a like a flow, you kind of not, don't really think about it too much because you sort of run the risk of sort of over, over-analyzing it a little yeah. bit. You know? <laughs> yeah, but you've got to have a final song at some point that people can get too involved, I guess. Now, subject yeah. matter then, what was subject matter then for the lyrics? It was sort of, um, I guess it's sort of anti-sort of um, capitalist, I guess. <laughs> Nothing really too deep. I think it was more of like a feeling frustrated and feeling sort of, you know, locked up and going through all like, the lockdowns and stuff and then having to sort of um, constantly look on the news and seeing all these, you know, politicians who have been, you know, doing, you know, the opposite of what they said they were doing. Kind of gets to you eventually feeling just a bit like, you know, like you've been locked up for so long and you have, you know, all these people making the rules and they're doing, you know, they're breaking the rules themselves. So I guess it sort of came from that, you know, and I'm just sort of more focused on, like, um, I don't know, I guess it's like, there's a lot of sort of like money imagery and things uh-huh. in, the, in, the, in, the two, in the two singles, actually, but it's not really something I really thought about, but I guess it's something that subconsciously was on my mind, you know, um, and yeah, I guess it's sort of a subconscious thing, but definitely talk a bit more about sort of like the UK politics and things like that. But yeah. you know, I'm not very well well versed to talk about those things. Yeah, well, a bit of social commentary, I guess, but there's plenty of ammunition out there, isn't there? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> now, you mentioned getting down to the Central Belt and that, so have you got anything lined up gigs-wise? And I guess working into festival season, have you tried to go on the festival bills? How's that worked for you? Yeah, I, we're, we're sort of, we've got a few things coming up. Um, the main thing is we're playing like a, a headline show in Aberdeen, which is to sort of release, the, it's our How Many Nights release show, so How Many Nights is the name of our EP coming out, um, start of May the 4th it's coming out, I think. Um, so we're, we're putting on a show at the 26th of May at um, Drummond's in Aberdeen, so playing the EP in full and you know, it'll be, that should be a good show. But in terms of festivals, we haven't really heard anything this year, but, you know, fingers fingers crossed. I always hope. And the EP, how many tracks are on the EP? Uh, so it's four four in total, yeah. So there's just the two singles and then uh, two, two more on the EP. And um, but the, we'll get a chance to preview your new single uh, today, Welcome to the 1%. What can you tell us about that one? Ah, yeah, so that's quite similar to, um, to well, you disappointed boy in regards to sort of just the, the frustration behind it, but um, it, it was, it's funny because we were, when we went to record, we were recording four tracks, and we'd had um, two tracks recorded, and we were going to go down for another couple of days. Um, so we had one, and we had one sort of definitely, which is... Uh, this carnival is over. It's called. That's the last one. But we weren't too sure what the um, the second one. Well, you know, the fourth one was going to be. Um, so we just kind of we were on like a Zoom call with our producer, and we were sort of going through the demos with him, 
and it was basically like a demo that was forgotten about really we hadn't even really played it in the room it was just I tend to you know, write quite a lot so it's quite easy for things to get sort of lost in you know the pile of when you're sorting through but he really liked it he liked like the sort of like heavy guitar stuff so um yeah we just took that into the studio having never played it like as a band before and it sort of evolved a lot with Paul and uh yeah we sort of wrote like you know like the heavy sort of middleweight part and um yeah it was it was quite a, it was quite cool because it was sort of unexpected we didn't really think you know usually you have a plan in your head of what you're going to record but it was sort of quite last minute but it was sort of quite quite cool anyway yeah, and I have heard it, and we'll get a chance to play it then. But what happens beyond the EP? Then have you have you got an idea? Have you got a plan in your mind for releases and things? Um, so I think we're just gonna probably head back into the studio. Um, there's a few um, things we've been sort of playing in the practice room and things. So yeah, I think I, we're not too sure if it's gonna be another EP or if we're maybe just gonna go and release some singles or or, or what we're gonna do, but. We've definitely got plenty, plenty new songs to to pick from anyway. So that's probably the hardest part about it, really. I guess the modern way, with everything generally being on streaming, and that is EPs and singles. Rather, you know, people will think about an album, but I guess if you do create an album, it's kind of all out there in one hit. I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think another thing you know you don't really realise is, you know, people say, "Oh, when you're recording an album, it's like, well." You know, we don't really, you know, it costs money to record these songs in studios that are high quality producers and things, you know, it all costs, it all costs money at the end of the day. It's not as easy, but I think, yeah, with an album, I think it's sort of, you want your first album to be something that's, you know, set in stone. You don't, you really want to kind of force it and kind of rush it. Um, so it seems to be EPs and EPs and singles the way just now for us, but yeah. Well, one day, you know. Well, keep sending them to us as well. We've we've uh, we're keeping you on the playlist here, and obviously you've got a new one now, which will drop on our daytime playlist. So, um, well, where's the socials then to keep an eye on what you're up to and find the music, etc. Yeah, so it's just um, it's well on Instagram, it's Van Sleep Official, and then if you just type in Van Sleep to Facebook and Twitter, you'll find us. So we're always we're always posting whatever we're up to, really. Um, haven't delved into the TikTok stuff just yet. And we're quite far away, but there's potential for you maybe to come down and do a live session for us? Yes, I, yeah, yeah, that sounds, that sounds pretty good, yeah. Definitely up for that. Yeah, we'll get that organised then. Now, <clears throat> we're going to play it with Welcome to the 1%. I normally ask my guests to introduce it, so you fancy doing that? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, here's Welcome to the 1% by my band Van Sleep, I suppose. For my money, I've got nowhere to go. Well, I used up all my bad words, and I've got nowhere to go.
From West House to Stonewall, High Cross Hill to Cunnigarloon, and across the south east of Glasgow. This is Cam Glen Radio, 107.9 FM. Your voice, your music, your station. That was Rodale Club there with their debut single Promises and we'll need to find out more about them, maybe catch up with them further down the line, maybe grab them for a wee interview. Here's the DMAs and this is Forever. I was lost 
That was the DMAs there with Forever. Just about time for me to go. Remember, stay tuned for the info station. They'll be in next with all your local community news. Going to finish this show with the Beatles and you've got to hide your love away. But first, here is Birdcage Theatre and this is City Screams Us. Like an altar I can wash it by 
could she say to me, love will 